Well, hello, Jesse. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Well, I'm super excited that today is our first podcast day. Yes. I'm going to turn on the timer because I know I can be quite long-winded, <laughs> and I don't want to look over and realize we've been talking for three hours and we should have uh, taken a break. Well, you know, if we've got that much to say, it might be worth sharing. That is true. That is we true. We can always break them up. So I was excited a few years ago with the thought of having like some sort of show, mm -hmm. some sort of Facebook page that was called Real Christians Living in a Real World. Yes. And I just thought that there's so many different things happening that people don't know how to respond as a Christian, but mm -hmm. yet they're living in this culture and society and maybe they feel like, I don't know what the right answer is. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of confusion out there between just what people see as good and bad and what the church historically has taught and what some churches teach today even that isn't always completely biblical or Christian, to be honest. That is true. I think sometimes we get so caught up in traditions. Yes. Or people read scriptures out of context mm -hmm. and don't quite understand that what was happening in the Jewish culture at that time isn't right. necessarily what's happening in our culture today. Yeah. So the hope is <clears throat> that we'll be able to get together on a hopefully regular basis. <laughs> we both have pretty busy schedules right. and commitments and talk about some of these topics. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what do you think we should start with? Well, one of the things that we talked about a little bit recently, and it kind of ties right into the title of the podcast, is what does it mean to be a Christian? Because surprisingly, that's actually its own confusing topic these days. I think a lot of people really don't understand what it actually means or what the expectations are if you are to be a Christian. That is so true. That is so true. I think you have different ends of the spectrum, right? Some people Absolutely. thinking they are a Christian just simply because maybe they were born in a Christian family. Mm -hmm. And then other people who think, oh, I can't become a Christian because I'm not perfect yet. Yes, which is heartbreaking, really. I know, because um, I've been a Christian a long time and I still haven't arrived. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad perfection isn't a qualification. Oh my goodness, yes. Yes. So what does it mean to you to be a Christian? What are your thoughts? Oh, to be a Christian is to believe that God exists and loves you and he wants to be there for you and that Christ died for us so that we wouldn't have to suffer and go to hell and... You know, I saw this thing recently and it really spoke to me that, and this is another thing that I think people are confused about. It said, God doesn't send anyone to hell. He just honors their choice. Ooh. And I thought that was so powerful and people don't understand that, that he doesn't want any of us to. He loves us and wants to, us to follow him and to be blessed by him. But... If we choose not to accept that, he's not going to force it on us. 
No, that's so good. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. I always say everyone's invited to heaven. Yeah. You just have to accept the invitation. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's super powerful. And I think that you're right with the beginning of it is believing there is a God. Absolutely. Because it's kind of hard to accept Jesus' deity. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, for some people, though, they believe, you know, that it's happenstance Mm -hmm. that we're here on earth or... Um, that there just really isn't anyone out there. That maybe there is a God, but mm-hmm. he doesn't really have a personal relationship with us or right. care about us. So, mm-hmm. And, you know, that doesn't mean that they can't still be good people, but that doesn't make them a Christian, which is what our question was. Exactly. It starts with, is there is there a God? Sometimes when I would go to the Good Samaritan Rescue Mission and, and preach in the chapel, I would... I would say to all of them, you know, hey, this, this, you know, kind of like this table here, it's mm-hmm. made out of wood. Right. I said, would you believe me if I said I just walked through the forest one day and I found this <laughs> and it just, it just like grew up out of the ground, like just like right. this. And of course people were like, no, obviously it's been planed, it's been cut, right. it's been put together. And so there had to be a creator and they were mm-hmm. like, yes. And it's like, <laughs> same thing with us. Like we, we are right. organic. We have all these different parts in our body, uh-huh. but you know, just it's hard for me anyway yeah to believe that it just kind of was found that way and mm-hmm. and all these different parts and and how the kidneys work in the liver yeah. and that it just happened that way but well even you know the atmosphere of earth the idea that it just is so perfectly balanced for us to survive just by accident seems mm-hmm. is harder for me to to Believe. Exactly, especially when if you go a little bit this way or a little bit right. that way, yeah. you wouldn't be able to be here. Exactly, so. being that it is just such a narrow margin of what life, what can sustain life. Yeah, and I always just I loved. It was so fascinating to me as a kid learning about how the trees or like you know all the photosynthesis process uh-huh. and how that's you know when they're respirating themselves, how they're right. giving us oxygen mm-hmm. and taking in our carbon dioxide. Right. I'm just like. What a cool system. Like, yeah. we don't think globally on that big of a scale right. how it all yeah. comes together. But, right, a supreme being, God, Absolutely. you can see all of that. Absolutely. So then the next part that always happens when I'm talking to people then mm-hmm. is, is like, well, why Christianity, right? Right. Why not? Like, there's Muslim, mm-hmm. Buddha, you know, all these other different mm-hmm. different religions and for time's sake, I'm not sure if we could get into the origins, and, and right. but I definitely could do that, and we could we can probably make that its own session yeah. all on its own to talk yeah. about um, what makes the different religions, the world mm-hmm. religions, um, different, and, right. and how did they come together. And, and honestly, the similarities between so many oh, of yes. them, too. I think that's something that gets lost and forgotten a lot as well is... There's so much of an us versus them mentality in our world that we forget how much of our core values and beliefs are actually the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's definitely a foundation there. I know mm-hmm. um, when they talk about like how the United States of America was founded, mm-hmm. they call it the Judeo-Christian values. Right. And you know, I think a lot of people forget that the Old Testament that we use as a foundation mm-hmm. that shows right that the Messiah came. 
and the prophecies and all of the history of mankind is based on the, you know, Jewish scriptures. And then, you know, when you look at the beginning of Islam and and Mm -hmm. how um, Muhammad learned from the different travelers that would come through and, you know, his history of how he learned all these things and what he talks about in Mm -hmm. the book of the Quran is, you know, about Moses, about Abraham, about... Jesus Jesus is actually listed in there more than Allah because yeah. he he heard all of these different things and he made that part of his teachings. Right. Now his outcome is a different obviously and that's mm-hmm. why it's a different type of religion but those bases of what happened it's like mm-hmm. every major one you know knows Abraham existed, right? right? There was this covenant, there was yes. this promise of a Messiah coming and mm-hmm. and um you know Judaism was already created before Christ obviously was yeah. here, but then the Quran which was written from his teachings afterwards, it acknowledged that Jesus was here. So right. it actually to me validates the life of Jesus. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people will say, well, I don't, how do we even know he existed? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, how do we know Abraham Lincoln existed? Well, we can see from right. historical yeah, records, exactly. people documented his life, yeah. and we yeah. can see from historical records, you know, yeah. from all these different letters, from different things, even some Roman records that uh-huh. Christ lived and he was right. here. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and like you said, there, you know, there's this basis and these um, histories that all come from the same place, but then they diverge at some point right. because coming back to, okay, why Christianity, they acknowledge Christ existed, but the different acceptance of what his role was. Right. And yeah, so that comes back to what is Christianity? What does it mean to be a Christian? Well, okay, for us, we believe that God loved us so much. He didn't want us to have to keep sacrificing animals or keep feeling like we had to somehow earn our salvation, which is completely impossible. (laughs) So he wanted to gift it to us by the sacrifice of Christ. And so to believe that is what it is to be a Christian, to believe that God loved us enough to gift us that salvation so, so we would tr- stop trying so hard to, or, well, I mean, we should still try hard to be good people, but there's nothing we could possibly do to earn that gift so, to, so that we wouldn't have to feel like we needed to keep trying to. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's so powerful. And, and really, Christianity, right, being a follower of Christ... Mm-hmm. A lot of people can acknowledge that Christ lived, but to actually right. follow in his ways means mm-hmm. to say, like, no, I believe, right? Right. He came from heaven mm-hmm. to be my Savior. It says in the Bible, in the New Testament, which we read, it says, all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be yes. saved. And so we believe that as we call on his name, we're saved. Not because of what we do, not because of all of that, but simply right. because we believe in him. So yeah. that's truly what it means to be saved. Yeah. So... Being a Christian then means that I've made that decision to follow mm-hmm. Christ. I believe there is a God. I believe he sent Jesus. I believe that if I believe in him, right, right, that I have this relationship, I'm forgiven of my sins, I can go to heaven when I die. There's mm-hmm. so many beautiful things with that. Right. Very much so. And now that we've established what that actually is, the core of it, I think we need to 
point out that honestly everything else is bonus Ooh, that's good because so many people think oh well that's not all it is to in order to be a christian i have to do this i have to be this way i have to talk this way behave in this certain manner or put aside everything of who i am from my past be somebody else and none of that's true when we accept that salvation when we start to create that relationship god changes what needs changing and we want it it's not a sacrifice it's oh i feel this desire to change and to grow but he's not expecting any of us to have already done that first and i think Mm -hmm. too many people have been taught that no you have to be washed clean of everything in your life before you can possibly be a Christian. And sadly, that prevents a lot of people from developing that relationship with Christ and being able to have those blessings and that growth. I agree. And I think I've had people even say like, well, when I become a Christian, then I have to stop doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm not ready to give that up yet, so I'll wait. And I'm thinking, God accepts you just as you are. I mean, I know a lot of people that have hurts, hang-ups, bad Mm -hmm. habits, right? And they became a Christian, and none of that ever changed. And they continue to live that way all the way till the time they died. Absolutely. But they are still Christians, Mm -hmm. and they still go to heaven because it's based on what Christ did on the cross, not on what they did. Exactly. Now, when we do certain things on earth, we might have a consequence here on earth. Yeah. But that doesn't change our relationship with God. Exactly. Yeah, you say a lot, you know, earthly pain, or earthly sin equals earthly pain. And I think that's so important and another one of those things that people get so hung up on and so confused about. Because yes, there are consequences for what we do here on earth, but there those aren't the same consequences with Christ. It's built, your relationship with Christ is built on his love for us, mm-hmm. not what we do right or wrong. And, you know, just understanding that, well, what we do here may have earthly consequences, may have moral consequences, that doesn't necessarily make a difference in your relationship with God. Right. It reminds me of of a father-child relationship Mm -hmm. as a parent-child. And, you know, Jesus said he came, you know, restoring the relationship. We can now go to the God, our Father, Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. And I think that, you know, is there anything your child really could do that would make you say, oh, I don't love you anymore. I'm not going to get you a Christmas present this year. Or, Mm -hmm. I mean, now there's, you know, there's earthly consequences to things. If someone's, you know, let's say they're, they're doing drugs and they're Mm -hmm. taking things you buy them and selling it and getting high or, you know, um, in a a situation that's really not good for them, then you Mm -hmm. might make different choices on on what gifts you give them, Mm -hmm. but you still love them. That's still your child. You're still um, doing everything you can for them. And, Mm -hmm. and, we can't even comprehend the goodness of God. Like, right. I mean, oh. we can we can try to make that you know as an analogy a comparison, right. but really, His love for us is mm-hmm. based on His goodness. And yeah. I always remind people when in the New Testament when it talks about Jesus meeting with like the prostitutes mm-hmm. and having dinner with them, or right. like the tax collectors. 
doesn't say former prostitutes. Right, absolutely. It doesn't say that, you know. Yeah. It, it says he met with, like, why are you meeting with the prostitutes, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, I'm here for the sick, not the healthy. Right. And ultimately, we're all, we all, we all need the great physician. Yes. We're Some all, of us won't admit it, but we all do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. So when somebody says I'm a Christian, to me, that means that they believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, what that, again, means for some people differs because right. some people think that, well, that means I have to be water baptized or mm-hmm. I have to, you know, take communion so many times or I have to do certain things. Right. And now they might believe that and they might continue to mm-hmm. to do that the rest of their life. And they're still a Christian. Right. But there's lots of people who maybe don't do that or haven't yeah. been water baptized. They accepted Christ and they mm-hmm. died a week later. And right. it doesn't say that they need that for their salvation. Absolutely. That was something that the Jewish people did symbolically to, mm-hmm. to show that hey, I am a sinner, and I go down, I get washed, and I come Mm -hmm. back out clean. And they would a lot of times do that when they would go and offer their sacrifices. They would have ceremonial pools. So what they were trying to establish with this Jewish culture going forward, hey, you get to go down in the water in the name of Jesus, not because of an animal sacrifice, and you come Mm -hmm. out clean. Yes. And so we can do that symbolically to show off our, you know, to let people know like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm, right. you know, I'm clean. This is my symbolic yeah. washing. I can invite mm-hmm. the Holy spirit to come fill them during that time because yeah. they're making this, this decision. But for those that are worried, you know, and wondering if, if, that, right. you know, that baptism has to happen, mm-hmm. it doesn't technically have to happen, but most right. people enjoy having that moment with their right. friends and family to have that symbolism happen. Yeah, like you said, it's symbolic, and it's a way of just kind of, it's a public declaration. Mm, it's a way cool. of just openly standing up and saying, this is what I believe, and I'm going to do this act to show that I want to be cleansed by the blood of Christ. That I want to be one with the Holy Spirit. And yeah, it's not something that's necessary for salvation, but it is another step on that journey of relationship and, and you know, just being in a place where you feel that need to say, I want to take this a little deeper. Mm, that's good. So I think some people here. Um, maybe they're not Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're from a different religion. Maybe they don't. They they're an atheist, right? And they hear, "Oh, my neighbor's a Christian," mm-hmm. and sometimes they think, "Oh, that means they're going to hate me." Right. right. That means that they're you know against people that are different than them. Right. And I think that it would be great to take a minute before we wrap up here to say what does the Bible say Christians should do, right? What does the Bible say, this is how others will know you are a Christian. And that one, it comes all down to one word, doesn't it? Love. Definitely is love. I love the Bible verse where Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, it is by your love Mm -hmm. that others will know that you are a follower of me. And so when we do what Jesus said. I'm giving you two new commandments, right? Mm-hmm. All of the other commandments are summed up in these two. Right. 
love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Absolutely. And so I think that when we say, what is a Christian? A Christian is a person who believes in Christ Mm -hmm. and shows the world that they believe in Christ because of their love. Absolutely. I agree. That's, it's so sad that that key thing that is ultimately so simple has gotten so lost and convoluted through traditions and rules and legalism over the years that people feel like they can't be a Christian because of all these other factors when, yeah, it all just comes down to believing in love. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. I think, though, when people accept Christ, maybe they do have a lot of hurt in their heart. Oh, yes. And it's hard for them to walk in love. True. And so, you know, we'll eventually talk about what's the importance of coming together with other mm-hmm. Christians. And I think that through relationship, through that beginning of trust or understanding of what mm-hmm. Christ has, their hearts begin to heal. Yes. And then as they begin to heal, then they can understand, like, wow, I'm so loved, even right. though I was struggling with this, that now I can turn around and love others. Right. And like I said earlier, that's kind of part of that relationship journey with God. You know, when you do accept salvation and accept his love, it's not that he's expecting you to be perfect even right then, but that allows him to work on those pains, those hurts, those broken places and start to heal them and change the things that need changing. And I think that's something too that people get hung up on is that, again, we'll talk about this at some point, you know, sin versus morality. There are some things that, yeah, maybe the world doesn't like about you, but that doesn't mean that God's going to tell you it has to change. That's going to be unique to you and your relationship with him I mean yeah there are some things that typically do but but there are other things that you know it really does just come down to is it hurting anyone and does God make you is God um making you feel like this is an area that maybe you don't want to be that way anymore and I think that's that's a key factor in it too it's not god doesn't shame us god doesn't say like you like to to put it god doesn't say oh you're this dirty dog and you can't can't be you know be my follower this way god loves us to the point of feeling like you know maybe i don't want to do that anymore i know it there's the word like I feel convicted or I feel condemned. I was trying to think of those words and I couldn't think of them. And I feel like, you know, Satan wants to condemn us, wants Mm -hmm. us to feel that shame because then he can separate us from Christ. Absolutely. Because if you feel like you can't go to your father and ask for help Mm -hmm. because you're, you're think like he's going to be mad at me or, or I'm ashamed of what I did, that it stops you. And really Christ is, is there saying, come to me, all of you who are weary, you know, at wherever you're at, and, Absolutely. and you know one of my favorite passages is in John chapter 3. You know, mm-hmm. most of us know John three sixteen, yeah. but 
John 3.17 is actually my favorite where it says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Absolutely. And so he didn't come to condemn us. Right. But when we do accept Christ and when we do pray and ask him for help, right? If I, if I ask him, Lord, you know, help me with my job. I keep getting fired. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Help me with my job. And if I feel this conviction in my heart of, well, don't come in late every single day, right. you know, it's, that's not a bad thing. He's not trying to condemn me that I come right. in late yeah. every day. I'm asking him, why can't I, you know, right. keep a job? Yeah. And so I think recognizing like fatherly advice, you know, uh-huh. or, or especially like if we're hurting other people, you know, yeah. if we've got like family members and, and maybe we're just overtly harsh right. and, and we see our child hurting all the time. And all of a sudden, again, we get that Holy Spirit pressure mm-hmm. like, man, I need to lighten up. Right. You know, God in his mercy will mm-hmm. give us that wisdom as to yes. what we are doing and um, it's different than condemnation. And, Absolutely. And even if we hear him's voice and we choose not to listen mm-hmm. or acknowledge that it's him or not obey, he's still there. He still loves yeah. us Absolutely. because it's not based on our actions. Yeah. It's us believing. Mm-hmm. And I think that right there is another heartbreaking thing that so many people do get caught up in believing is that if I'm not perfect, if I don't get it every time if I do choose not to listen or I miss it then God's gonna be mad at me and I can't ask for his help anymore I can't expect his blessings anymore and that's so sad and completely untrue because no matter what he he made us he knows he knew before he created a single thing exactly what each and every one of us was going to do at any given time and he made us anyway (laughs) yeah and he still sent jesus anyway exactly you know he knew there's nothing that we could do that would surprise him like i wasn't expecting that i'm not gonna love them anymore (laughs) that doesn't happen does it no no and you know, he always is standing there waiting. Mm. You know, it may hurt him. It may make him sad. But he's still going to be waiting there, arms open, t- for us to turn around and say, okay, yeah, I still need you. <laughs> when we figure that out, because it's always true. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. We've got some hot rods going outside <laughs> the window here. I don't know if you can hear that, but probably. <laughs> Um, one of the things people will say to me sometimes when I go and I minister to people is they'll say, but Mary, you don't know what I've done. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of look at them and I'll kind of be like shocked and surprised. And I'll be like, right. oh my gosh, really? You have done something so great and you are mm-hmm. so powerful that even the God of the universe right. isn't, you know, can't forgive you yeah. and can't overcome that. And they'll look at me and like, well, no, I don't think that about me. I'm like, well, then don't tell me. Right that what you did was so bad that God can't forgive you. Absolutely. Because last time I checked, yeah. he was more powerful than you. And, Just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I have to remind people, I said, God right. is bigger than your mistakes. Absolutely. And I think that's profound when we hear that and we remind ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we think when I make a mistake, this is the end. Right. Like, God can't fix this. I chose Absolutely. this. This is all on me. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. no. You're never alone. He's always right. with you. Absolutely. And yeah, and that's exactly where the devil wants you. And he's going to pick that up and run with it and keep whispering it in your ear as long as you let him. And 
that's, you know, like you said, another topic we'll touch on at some point is, you know, gathering together with other Christians. And one of the key reasons is for that support and reassurance and to have other Christian voices, godly voices reminding you that those are lies. Mm -hmm. Something to combat all of that negativity and just nonsense that the devil's spewing in your ears because if you don't have anything else coming in you don't have anything to compare it to and it's so much easier to believe and just drown in Mm, that's good well we're getting close to 30 minutes and i think that'll be a good time to stop and we know we didn't discuss this before but i just feel impressed to like end with prayer I like that idea. And I think, you know, maybe you've stumbled upon this and you're wondering, like, I wanted to be a Christian. I didn't know if I should or how. And maybe after hearing this, you're like, okay, I'm ready. I I know I haven't arrived yet, but I do believe there is a God. I believe he has sent Jesus to be my salvation and Savior. And, And maybe you want to pray with me. Does that sound good? I think so. All right. Well, let's pray. Father God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, and we thank you so much for loving us, even in our imperfection, even in the midst of our troubles, even in the midst of our sin. And we just ask you, though, to just love us, to forgive us, to be with us. And for all of those out there that have never said, I believe in Jesus, and I want to call upon his name, Father God, I just pray that they do that right now, that they just repeat after me and say, Father God, I love you. Thank you for sending Jesus. I am a sinner. I am not perfect. But I believe that you love me and that you forgive me. And I receive you right now in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, for all of those that have prayed this, I just you know, my heart and my hope is that they'll reach out and, and reach out to maybe us. They can make a comment, find our email and reach out to us. And let us know how they're doing, that they maybe will find a local church that is a Bible-believing church that believes that Jesus is the Messiah, that they will be surrounded by people who will love them and encourage them. Because when you call upon the name of Jesus, it doesn't mean miraculously everything in your life is perfect. It's a journey. But now you have someone to call on. Now you have somebody that is right there in your corner wanting to help you. You just have to ask. I pray that you give them wisdom. I pray that you draw them in if they need to hear this message. And that, Father God, it just um, brings them peace, it brings them joy, and it brings them salvation. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for... Yes. Being here today, hopefully we get on a regular schedule here. Uh, and manage. I think there's a lot more issues oh, yes. as being a Christian than now in mm-hmm. this real world yes. that you know our parents never even had to deal with. Right. And so maybe we will be the ones to talk about them. So <laughs> hope to see you guys all again yes. soon. God bless.